Coming up on Stu Does America, far-left rioters have begun setting themselves on fire with Molotov cocktails during their looting. I'll leave the obvious natural selection jokes unspoken. Out of good taste, obviously, because that's what I'm known for. And Chad Prather drops in to uh, talk about his new number one comedy album, Y'all Shut Up. Speaking of good taste, something tells me he's going to do most of the talking. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Somehow, despite the nefarious actions of the evil YouTube algorithm robots, our show continues to improve. This is all thanks to you. And I beg you to keep telling your friends and family about us and liking all of our videos, even this one. Do it right now. Do it before you forget or I say something that pisses you off. And speaking of exponential growth, our podcast continues to blow up. And I can't help to think that maybe it's because, you know, you keep giving us the appropriate number of stars in your reviews, which is five stars. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Keep it up. We really do appreciate it. And it helps us get the word out so that people actually see the show and find out some facts occasionally in their media diet. And once you've uh, finished doing favors for the free side of this dinky little show, become a member of our team. Sign up at blazetv.com, blazetv.com slash stew. Be sure to use the promo code stew because that's how they know you like this stupid show and you'll save 10 bucks. Left-wing media is convinced that Donald Trump is coming to murder Social Security and curb government spending. Ah! Let's do liberal scare tactics. Stew does America. There are a lot of long-standing traditions in the Democratic Party, giving all sorts of responsibilities to underlings working in government, for example. Long before COVID-19, Democrats were first on the bandwagon when it came to wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And perhaps the most time-honored tradition of them all, Democrats love scaring the hell out of old people. The latest attempt to scare seniors is an oldie but a goodie that Donald Trump is going to take away their Social Security. Here's how it was framed in a CNN op-ed. Donald Trump once claimed that he, should, he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue in New York and uh, not lose any voters. He's now seeing whether the same is true if he kills Social Security. His unilateral, unprecedented step of deferring the collection of payroll taxes, the backbone of Social Security, is the murder weapon he would use. Wow. The theory being that if Trump is reelected, we are not going to have enough money to pay for all these Social Security benefits. A truly horrifying vision of the future that also happens to be exactly what the situation is right now. We already don't have enough money to keep Social Security going for the future. This is nothing new and has nothing to do with Donald Trump being president. Look, there are things you can criticize Donald Trump on, but eliminating Social Security is not one of them. To be fair, I'll give you a real thing you can criticize him on in a minute. But he has explicitly said he will not, under any circumstances, cut Social Security. You wouldn't get that from the uh, CNN op-ed, though. Look at the very careful way this is worded. Quote, prior to running for president on the Republican ticket, Trump endorsed privatizing Social Security and raising its full retirement age to 70. Prior to running for president, he was also for abortion on demand, a wealth tax and appearing in sequels to Home Alone prior to running for president. What does that even matter? Why on earth would you be talking about that now? In 2015, 2016? Sure, it made sense to look at his prior statements. But now he's not only run for president, he actually is the president. 
In case you were actually wondering what Trump currently thinks about Social Security, here is a little glimpse. But we're not going to hurt the people who've been paying into Social Security their whole life, and then all of a sudden they're supposed to get less. Every Republican wants to do a big number on Social Security. They want to do it on Medicare. They want to do it on Medicaid. And we can't do that. And it's not fair to the people that have been paying in for years, and now all of a sudden they want to be cut. And it's my absolute intention to leave Social Security the way it is, not increase the age, and to leave it as is. Uh, you have 22 years. You have a long time to go. It's not long in terms of what we're talking about, but it's still a long time to go. And I want to leave Social Security as is. It's endless, those, those quotes that are just like that. He's not only guaranteeing he will save Social Security, he said he will leave it as is, meaning the benefits keep coming no matter what. In fact, Trump frequently attacked Hillary Clinton from the left in 2016, saying he was the only candidate who actually wanted to preserve Social Security. This is just a desperate attack by the media and the left. After mentioning what Trump once said before becoming a candidate, the CNN op-ed then says, quote, other long-standing right-wing goals are to means-test Social Security and adopt the technical but far-reaching change of price indexing. Other long-standing right-wing goals. Now we're not even pretending to claim that Trump believes these things. Just other random right-wingers. They're just hoping you don't notice they changed the game there. They're just listing complaints against an entirely different group of people and associating them with Donald Trump. In fact, Trump actually used his pro-Social Security promises in the primary to defeat all the other Republicans who believed those things. Now, should we fix the indexing on Social Security? Yeah, we should. Should we means test Social Security? Of course we should. Jeff Bezos should not be getting a check from the government for $1,500 a month when he retires. That's just stupid. But Donald Trump is not proposing uh, any of that. And he, he has no interest in playing with these, with these programs at all. He has stated over and over and over again he will not touch them. This is the brilliance of the design of Social Security. FDR explicitly designed the tax to be separate in order to make sure it would never go away. One of his outside advisors, Luther Gulick, he captured this in a memo from 1941. Gulick was pitching a national sales tax at the time to pay for Social Security that could be repealed in case the economy crashed, right? That's a great idea. We can have the tax there when the economy's good, and if it goes bad, we can we can remove it. FDR didn't want any part of that. FDR was explicit about why he utilized the payroll tax the way he did. Quote, we put those payroll contributions there so as to give the contributors a legal, moral, and political right to collect their pensions and their unemployment benefits. With those taxes in there, no damn politician can ever scrap my Social Security program. Those taxes aren't a matter of economics. They're straight politics. I'm no fan of FDR, but he was totally right here. Most of the stuff the government does has one thing in common besides being done incompetently. Generally, we pay taxes, goes into a big pot, and then the government distributes it to all the things we're doing together. Everything from defense to Obamacare to welfare. But not Social Security. No, no. 
we see a separate line in our checks for payroll taxes, and that goes to fund Social Security. We act uh, like it's some forced government savings program. You heard Trump kind of say it like that, like, oh, we, we've been putting money into this and we've got to get our money out. We put our money in and it grows and then we take it out later for retirement. To be clear, even if it was a forced government savings program, it shouldn't exist either. But that's not what Social Security is. It's just like any other crappy government program. We pay taxes and the government distributes our money. Blah, blah, blah. We've seen this happen a million times. The only difference is that everyone gets it rather than a specific group. You might think that makes it better. I would argue that it makes it much worse. This is what makes it a sacred cow. But that's another story for another day. What Trump is suggesting is that he would eliminate the payroll tax, not that he would eliminate Social Security or change any of the benefits. Now, if the left were honest, they would love eliminating the payroll tax. It's a regressive tax, a regressive tax. That means people on the lower side of the income scale actually pay a higher percentage of their income than those at the upper end of the scale. It's the opposite of a progressive income tax. This is totally unfair, in my view, and ridiculous in a million different ways. But if the funding source changed to an income tax, a higher percentage of the funding would come from the rich rather than the middle class. You'd think the left would love that, but they don't, because then they'd have to be honest about how much their programs cost. That's another part of the brilliance of the payroll tax if you're a progressive. It's separate, so people don't count it. Think of the huge debates we have in this country when we change the tax rates, you know, a couple of points. To justify this program, we'd have to do one of three things. Number one, honestly assess government spending and consider cutting some of it while prioritizing what is most, most important. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Number two, raise taxes a lot and see how much people love that. Or number three, continue with the programs in the exact same way and just keep borrowing and printing money. The truth is, we'd probably do number three because that's what we do. It will just keep going and going and going this way until we're insolvent and eventually we're in utter chaos. But that's way down the line, like months down the line, so don't worry about it at all. Of all the things to criticize Donald Trump on, acting like he's going to cancel Social Security might be one of the dumbest. If you want something he can legitimately be criticized for, it's the spending. He just doesn't care about it. You know, to be fair, he never really made it much of a priority when he was running for office either. Uh, but, you know, both spending and debt are way, way up in the Trump presidency. That's because now neither party seems to care about it. At least in the Obama era, the Republicans would act like they cared. Now nobody does. But that's another reason you shouldn't believe the Democrats scare tactics. The only reason you take the political hit to change Social Security is if you really believed debt was such a massive problem, you were willing to take the arrows to solve it. However, there are approximately zero people this side of Thomas Massey and Mike Lee in Washington who actually care about that anymore. It's just not the way it is. So no, Trump isn't going to take your Social Security away. No, Trump isn't changing your Social Security either. And let's be honest about it, Trump probably isn't even successfully going to eliminate the payroll tax anyway, even though I wish he would. He'd need a Republican House, a Republican Senate, and probably 60 votes in the Senate to have a chance of doing it. And they couldn't even re repeal Obamacare with all three branches, let alone play with something tied to Social Security. This is just nonsense. More ridiculous and stupid scare tactics from a party that has a long, long tradition of using them. But look at the bright side. At least this time, they're not wearing hoods. Who does America?
As we were just discussing, being in debt sucks. Credit cards, student loans, mortgages, giant government programs, whatever's causing your debt, it sucks, okay? Being in debt flat out sucks. If you're losing sleep over maxed out credit cards or stressed out thinking about your mortgage payments or student loans, bills.com can help you take back control of your life. The first step to lowering your monthly payments and becoming debt-free is to get a free debt assessment. It only takes a few minutes and can save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars each month. From debt settlement to personal loan consolidation to uh, student loan or mortgage refinancing, Bills.com has you covered. They're part of the Freedom Financial Network, which has been in business since 2002 and has settled over $10 billion in debt. We need to get them on the phone with Washington. Take care of some of these problems. Take the first step to defeating your debt. Get your free debt assessment today. Go to bills.com slash stew. That's bills.com slash stew. Make sure to use the slash stew part of the address because that's how they know you like the stupid show and you'll get the cool stuff that, that we're, we're talking about today. Bills.com slash stew. Defeat your credit card debt with bills.com slash stew. Joining me now is Blaze TV's own Chad Prather. He's the host of the Chad Prather Show, which is very is a solid title. I don't know if he came up with it himself, as well as the talent behind the comedy album Chad Prather, Y'all Shut Up, available everywhere. Chad, thanks for coming on the program. Yeah, it's good to be joined. It's good to be joined to the program. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I like that. <laughs> uh, the CD's a big deal, man. I mean, I had no idea. I had no idea. You know, big. not all things were bad that came out of this coronavirus lockdown. So I, this is a project that we've been talking about for about 18 months, and it is a music project of comedy music that I do, but we wanted to pull it, make it a full rounded production of, of full songs. And this shutdown brought me off the road. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what better time to finish these songs? Let's go in the studio, let's record them. And it was, uh, it boom, it took off. It immediately debuted number one in the comedy category on Amazon and iTunes. And it's been hovering right there at the top it's uh, pretty impressive. for over a week. I was like, what? <laughs> you know how you get those Google alerts when your name shows up in, yeah. in articles and yeah. stuff? And I was getting that and I was going, you know, you expect to put this thing out and sell it to your viewers and the sure. people who watch the show and your social media following. And the thing exploded like that. Uh, but there's eight songs on there, eight original songs. It's got immediate hits on there, like Bumpin' Cousins, <laughs> Third Nipple, and uh, She Was Tulsa, Spell Backwards. I'll let everybody think about that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a comedy album, right? And it's not one of those just stand-up where it's just stand-up jokes and, and stories. It's it's. We went to Nashville. Some of the best musicians in the country, believe it or not. Uh, are on this thing, and it was a lot of fun. That's great. I mean, it, it is one of those weird times for comedy, right? People yeah. are not able to tour. Um, you'd think it would be sort of the golden age of music because yeah. every artist is sitting at home in the same, having the same issues, right? They they can't go out, they can't tour, yeah. so they're all. I mean, I heard Billie Eilish wrote an entire song <laughs> while in quarantine, which is pretty impressive. And I hear her hair; the roots have almost grown out. <laughs> yeah. uh, she doesn't quite look like a fishing lure anymore. <laughs> I we we. We did, man. We finished these songs because it used to, you know, normally when you're on stage, you play enough of the song. When I'm doing a comedy show and I bring the guitar out, I do enough of the song to get to the big laugh and then the song's over with. Right, right, right. And you go on the next thing. So we had to finish these songs, which, you know, you got a verse, you got a chorus, you got a verse, you got a chorus, you got a bridge, and then you're back in the chorus again. And we put this thing together and we pushed the envelope on some things. Uh, and, and the beauty of this album is there's nothing 
explicit on it. So it didn't it didn't get the ex- most comedy albums yeah. have that explicit deal. I was kind of proud that we managed to avoid that. Uh, we 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 will show you the edge of the cliff. We won't push <laughs> you over it. If you decide to jump, that's on you. Let, let me go down this one road with you now, as because what would you describe yourself as? You're, I don't know. You see, I, I mean, I think you're a comedian. You're also doing, you know, musical comedy. Yeah. You're also hosting a show every day here in the Blaze. You get a podcast. You're, you've got great merchandise. You're touring all the time. What the hell are you? I'm an entrepreneur. Okay. At the end of the day, I'm a salesperson. I, I, uh, I've often struggled to define myself yeah. in what I do because I do so many different things. We're now a stock contractor. We, we now have bucking bulls. <laughs> uh, we, we have some of the greatest stock of bucking bulls in the country right now. Uh, and, uh, you know, our producer, Candace Ortiz, on the Chad Prather Show, she said, what are you not into? Right. And for me, I learned a long time ago that I have to do something different every day or I'm going to go crazy. That's mm. my OCD. Uh, I, I just have to, there's got to be something, there's got to be variety there. Right. If I do the same thing over and over and over again, OCD is probably not the right term, but it is, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Of variety. Got to um, be something new. Let me, let me take it to Jim Gaffigan, because Gaffigan, yeah. uh, who I love, I love, I'm a, I'm a Gaffigan fan. Um, and so he comes out, and he's known for also not crossing certain lines, clean mm-hmm. comedy being one of them. I mean, he's not, he doesn't go blue. Uh, but in the other, on the other side of that, he's always been a guy who avoided politics. Right. And I thought always to, uh, to his benefit, right? I mean, I know our audience, who I'm sure does not agree with him on politics, now I know they don't agree, um, was able to, to you know, embrace him because he wasn't putting it in their face all the time. There may have been liberal mm-hmm. you know, underlying messages in some of his stuff, but it was, it, it was first funny. He crosses a line, decides, you know, screw it. I'm going on Twitter. I'm going to just start bashing the president. Mm-hmm. This is my new job. I'm a resistance fighter. <laughs> I, I'm sure every comedian wants to do this, probably. There's a lot of yeah. them that want to come out, even if they're big Trump supporters, and they just want to come out and jam it in their audience's face. What's there the is. risk of that? I think that it's a shot of adrenaline whenever you do that yeah. and suddenly people jump on board and they, yeah, good for you for finally coming out and saying what we've been feeling. Uh, that concept of you're saying what we want to say on a platform, but we don't have that platform. And then you get kind of, you feel relevant in a way. And so now you just want to do that all the time. Um, I have always been able to somewhat, it's getting harder, but I've always been able to separate the comedian and the comedy from the comedian's personal life or personal beliefs, right? So if Louis C.K. is a creep, I can still laugh at his comedy. Yeah. Bill Cosby is a huge influence in my life, not on a personal <laughs> level, but in terms of his admit. ability to stare and tell stories. Yeah. I used to run needles through the record when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, some of his stuff is it's just, just It's just classic. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, Jim Jeffries, who's an Australian super, oh, yeah. super lefty. Really? Uh, totally disagree with Jim Jeffries on, say, gun rights and gun control, but I can laugh at his jokes about yep. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm amazed at how many conservative comedians are out there that are afraid to speak up. There's a ton. There's a ton because that industry does lend itself towards. There's a lot of venues that won't have me. I've been in 11 states in the last 11 weeks. We've done, uh, we're doing five, six shows a weekend in those cities, uh, and they're packed out. People are hungry. They're starving for conservative comedy, just common sense stuff. Uh, everything doesn't have to be a bashing the president. Uh, people will come to your shows. I, I spoke to a um, A-list celebrity comedian just last week. He said, 
I'm trying to figure out what to do. And I said, you got to come out and be yourself, man. Yeah. You've never had a problem doing that. Why and why are you letting culture dictate who you are now? But isn't there a difference, though, between someone like you who, mm-hmm. look, you do a show on The Blaze. People know they you're know. coming from a conservative perspective. And I, I don't think that Jim Gaffigan ever... If you asked him, he would tell you. I, th- I think you know he. He's an Indiana him. boy. He's an Indiana Democrat, is what yeah. he is. And you know, he's a guy who who is a Democrat, but he understands that not everyone from flyover country mm-hmm. is a buffoon. Mm-hmm. You know, he, so he has an understanding, I think, of the middle of the country. But he what that wasn't his thing. It wasn't his brand. Now it is. Yeah. So like it or not, he's now a resistance comedian. Yeah. And you know, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to since that happened that have just like, ah, I'm done with him. I don't ever want to hear from him again. And it's like, here's a guy who's really talented and, and someone who I think has an interesting voice, generally speaking. And, and now... If he comes to town, I'll go see him. Yeah, I would too. But I mean, I don't think... That's, we're not in the majority, I don't think. But I'm going to go see... I'm, I'm going to go see Bill Burr, who yep. tends to be a little more, you know... I'm going to go see Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy, who has used his platform to be outspoken as a conservative yeah. guy. Uh, I'm going to go see those guys. But I'm also, you know, if, if they're local, I'll go see a Jim Jeffries. I'll go see Gaffigan because I can separate it. You're also an artist, right? Like you're a person who's in this world and you, you, you know, you, I don't know if the average person wants that combination of politics with everything. The average person doesn't, but I'm one of the advocates that says a celebrity has rights to, they have an opinion and it's okay for them to be able to speak out. You know, it's like, shut up and play football. It's okay if you speak out. Um, You would love it if you agreed with them. Right. right. You'd love it. It's funny because you'd be like, yeah, that guy came out and put his hand over his heart when the rest of the team was in the locker room. That guy, I'm buying his jersey. It's totally true. We all did it with the guy on the Orlando right. Magic, which none right. of us had ever heard of before. Yeah, and same dude with the Pittsburgh guy. Steelers last football yeah, yeah, season. That's they right. were all about it. Yeah. 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 The guy, the Villanueva, right? Was, Villanueva, yeah. 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 You're all about it when you agree with them. It's true. You know, I, um, uh, I remember going back through, we were doing the show with Glenn and everything back in the Iraq War days. And this mm-hmm. is when the Dixie Chicks come out and they're you know, say the flag. I can't remember exactly what they said. They're embarrassed about their country and all that stuff. And I remember thinking, you know, I just want, I just want somebody to, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to say anything. I don't want to hear any of your opinions. Just like do your thing. Like, and then as soon as somebody comes out, like, you know, uh, James Woods says something cool. I'm like, look, James Woods, he's a conservative. (laughs) I love him. I'll I'll give you a perfect perfect example. (laughs) They, They went to war with Toby Keith, right? Yeah. And they're like, we love Toby Keith. You know, we'll put a boot in your ass. That's the American way, you know, in one of his songs. Yeah. He's a lifelong Democrat. Yeah. People don't think about stuff no, like that. They don't. But he's a patriotic lifelong Democrat. Right. And that's the big difference in, in going to another country and saying, I hate my president. I hate my, I'm ashamed of my country. That, that stuff, you know, like I might cheat on my girlfriend, but I'm never cheating on my country. Right. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing where. Is that one of your songs? You, no, but okay. it should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's actually, you know. It's on the new I, album. You know, my, they're like, you and your wife have an open relationship? No, I just cheat. <laughs> but I never cheat on my country, right? I just would And I think that's the way people feel. They feel like there's so many people out there that are sort of cheating on the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence. They're cheating on the country by kneeling for the flag and, and stuff like that. But when they come out and they're patriotic, you know, I just did. I was the Grand Marshal at a boat parade this past weekend. This is some redneck stuff. Let me tell you, uh, a thousand boats down in Port Aransas, Texas, in the Bay. It is just crazy insane. These people are out there having a good time. Capitalist in their big quarter million dollar, 300,000, some of them $2 million boats. Um, and we're out there doing this thing. And I'm like, this is unreal how people almost to a cult-like fervor yeah. are 
for Donald Trump and for their concept of patriotism. Yeah. So you don't fight you over it. Do you I would assume then you don't believe the polls right now. Do you, or do you think? I sort of do, unfortunately, and that's what's scary. Um, I, you know, I, I don't believe polls that say that, that Biden was leading by like three and a half, four percent over Trump in Texas. Yeah, I have a hard yeah, time believing that. I don't that. buy that either. I don't either. Uh, I get texts all the time saying, how are you going to vote? Are you, can we trust your vote for Biden or whatever? I never get that about Trump. I don't know if you get those texts no, for I, Trump, I more, but I, yeah. I get more of the left side. Of things. The, 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 the right always asked me for money. The left is always asking me for their <laughs> yeah. Ted, I promise you the $5 is coming, man. Uh, I get that a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you are in a different position, I think, than most people. I mean, you said how many places have you been in the last couple of weeks? 11 states in 11 weeks. 11 states in 11 weeks. That is yeah. completely abnormal for yeah. the average person. Right We've been now. going. Uh, What's it like doing that in, in COVID times? Well, people are hungry for it. They, they come in. We have reduced capacity venues. Normally, I do theaters. We've been doing comedy clubs because the comedy clubs can still identify as a restaurant and function. Oh, okay? okay, because they have a kitchen and they can do, uh, they can do business. Now, we, we'll go in there, and, and with a reduced capacity, it's still packed. I, when I say packed, I don't mean like close together, right. but it's, 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 still, it's sold still out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rather than doing one or two shows, we'll, we'll, we'll do six. Wow. So it's kind of a marathon. To, so, you know, I'll be there. still get the, the people in. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and we might do six shows over that period of time. Uh, and you get the people in there. People are chomping at the bits. They're tired of this nonsense. This, this new 30 days from Greg Abbott's ridiculous. You What's know, the new 30 days? The new 30 days. He came out Labor Day and said, um, you know, they're going to extend this, this disaster situation for another 30 days. It's a money grab. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a money thing. It's not about masks. It's not that. But you're going to get the federal money because of a disaster. I, I don't know that I can trust you on this, considering you're going to be running against Greg Abbott. I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll always tell you the truth, Texas. <laughs> always, you can always get Chad's uh, platform, I'm sure, online. Um, so uh, the NFL is going to be coming back. Mm-hmm. They're doing, I was looking at the list today. I would say about two, two-thirds of the stadiums are just empty. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like the Cowboys are going to have maybe 15, 20% of capacity. I think the highest I saw in the entire country was Jacksonville at 25% of capacity, which is more than they normally get for a game, which would be uh, yeah. kind of interesting. Um, are you getting back into sports at all? Is this interesting to you? I've enjoyed the baseball with no fans yeah I don't I think you see more of baseball that way yeah. without it the, the cameras going over to the fans and yeah. showing some kid you know picking his nose I've enjoyed <laughs> watching how they're interacting with each other so quite honestly I've kept up with the baseball now that the Cowboys have come out as a lifelong Cowboys fan and they've come out and the organization has said we'll let them protest the anthem or Neil or whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, you guys just keep digging the grave deeper and deeper and deeper. I know you're a big Super Bowl guy. Oh, yeah. Do you still plan to go if they have it? Yes, yeah. I do. I, I must. It's a tradition. It's a thing it's you got to do. Like, are you going to cancel Christmas this year? No, I'm not going to cancel right. Christmas this year. Well, it depends on if Santa Claus stands on the flag. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it's true. Well, how do you separate that, though, from you You had just said. I'll become Jewish. comedians uh, saying, <laughs> speak your mind. Yeah. And now these athletes are out there kneeling on the I field. don't agree with them. That's why. Because <laughs> I don't agree with them. Uh, I, you know, I always say you got the right to do it, but is it the right thing to do? Um you know, what the flag ever do to you? What the anthem ever do to you? Yeah. Uh, I, there's I, That's a deep one. I, I You know, it depends on who I'm talking to and things like that. But to make an outward show of a protest of something that I, th- again, I don't want to cheat on my country. And there's something about that that just makes me feel dirty. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, Every look, you cut you cut anybody in America, and they're going to bleed their version of red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their own sense of patriotism. There's no question in my mind these people in the streets of Portland probably have some sense that they're doing something great for the country yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I've always believed that. Like, because everybody on our side would say, "Look." We love our country. There are flaws. We want to fix them. Right. But we love our country. And I always kind of thought that's what the left thought, too. Right. They would say, like, oh, look, we love our country, but yeah. we want to fix it in this, you know, make it into a socialist state. I've started to doubt that, though. Yeah, at least yeah. some of them obviously don't love the country. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the 1619 project, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's this country was founded wrong. It needs to be destroyed. It needs to be, you know, this land needs to start over. Yeah. It's, a, it's not a nation of immigrants. It's a nation of oppressors. And that it's got to it's got to be eradicated from the face of the earth. Let's get into a globalist society where everybody's equal and, and things like that. So, yeah, that's fundamentally opposed to everything that we stand for as Americans. It's going to give you plenty of material, though. This is, uh, <laughs> this is, good. This is a good time to be. Oh, here. there's a, there's a, it's never ending. Yeah. Um, let me give you one more here. This one, this one is a more of a, um, uh, a personal request that we can just act like this isn't even airing. I won't okay. even tell her. Gotcha. My wife's been a guest on your show a couple times. Uh-huh. Lisa Page made me do it on Instagram. She's always welcome. Always welcome. Always welcome. Can you give me a performance review? Uh, anything she needs to work on? Uh, no, she's yes. great. The only thing that I say, because we call it ladies night, so I yes. usually have her, I have Hillary Kennedy, I'll have Hot News Natalie, Natalie uh, Stanier, and then of course we'll have Sarah Gonzalez, the yep. news and why it matters. Uh, my biggest complaint is how much they talk during the breaks, <laughs> between takes. <laughs> You're never curing that. I'm one. like, just roll the cameras. <laughs> this is this stuff is gold. Because I can just sit back and I'll just go and finally I'm like, ladies. So the name of the album is Y'all Shut Up. And so I've started saying, hey, y'all shut up. And they're like, no wonder you named the album this. So that's the only thing because these are passionate women. Yes, they are. They Very passionate are. women. Know, that's true. Uh, Chad Prather, uh, thanks for coming on the program. Be sure to catch the uh, Chad Prather show right here on Blaze TV. You can get uh, his comedy special, Y'all Shut Up, available everywhere. Stream it, download it, buy it, get it all. And don't forget to get a Blaze TV subscription as well, blazetv.com slash stew, promo code is stew. Get Chad Prather all the time. I mean, you're here every day. Every day. Every day. Chad, thanks for coming on the program. Thank you, man. All right, back in a second. And I would like to know, what will your administration do to help them give them that chance? Thank you. Move it up here. You know, there used to be a basic bargain in this country. Workers shared in the wealth their work helped create. Uh, uh, move it up there. Move it up. Move it up there. Hi, my name is Stu. This is, I mean, this is embarrassing. This is a senility now moment. Senility now! We are in the middle of watching a largely senile candidate uh, try to hide his way into the White House. And I just, uh, I feel like we need senility in this world. Um, so, by the way, we can get the senility now t-shirt available. <laughs> Uh, it's studosmerch.com. I will say uh, it comes in a bunch of different colors. And um, if you really want us to, we will set up a teleprompter to tell you how to buy it. 
uh, Joe Biden style. Uh, the polls are out. And look, so far, uh, with little attention on the election, uh, we're getting, we, you know, look, Biden is ahead in this in this race, I would say. Now, a lot of people get pissed off when I say things like that. But I'm here to help you. I'm here to just break the news to you. Uh, and and you're not going to get that necessarily everywhere. But the truth is things still need to improve for Donald Trump to win this election. Let me give you some results from uh, various states. And you might say, we, I'm going to cover this every single time we talk about the polls. You might say, polls are wrong last time. Uh, why should we believe them this time? Well, first of all, they weren't that wrong last time. I'll give you a way they were wrong here in a second. Um, but their national polls were within a point of, of, where, of what actually wound up happening. But overall, pretty, pretty good. Uh, secondarily, um, you know, if you... Use this as a, a lot of people are just saying, well, look, the polls were wrong last time. And this might not be you, but a lot of people are saying this. The polls were wrong last time. I'm not that worried about it. Well, you should be worried about it. If you want Donald Trump to win this election, you need to be as active as you possibly can be and doing as much as you can to help his campaign or whatever you think is the right thing to do. Because, you know, this still needs to move. Now, it's not the worst thing in the world. This is not uh, it's not a, it's this is not. A, oh, my gosh, we're you know, Donald Trump's definitely going to lose this election. Plenty of time left. You have three big debates. Lots of stuff to do. So let me give you some of these states, uh, state polls, some swing states. First of all, Wisconsin has uh, Joe Biden up by eight in Wisconsin right now. Now, he does not need to win Wisconsin. Trump does not need to win Wisconsin to uh, win the election. But obviously he won it in 2000 uh, in 2016. I have some good news and bad news in these next two. Good news. Donald Trump is going to win Idaho. He's going to win it. I think he's going to win it handily. In fact, the latest poll has him up by 25 there. So I think he's okay in Idaho. I don't want you to take that to the bank just yet, but I think he's okay. Other bad news, I think he's going to lose California. I know, I know. He's down by 17 in California. Okay, you expected that. Um, he's also probably going to lose uh, New Jersey, which is every, every couple of years there's somebody who says, oh, I think this is the year Republicans take New Jersey. They never take New Jersey. Okay. Yes, Chris Christie won as governor there, but that was an exception. I mean, Chris Christie is basically a Democrat anyway, uh, in, in a lot of ways. Um, uh, so he is down by a lot, 18 there. So uh, Florida has a couple polls out and um, has Trump up by one. As I've been saying here, I think Florida's the most important state uh, in the uh, election. If Trump does not win it, I do not believe he can win the election. It's that crucial. If you're in Florida uh, and you care about this thing in that way, you may want to uh, be very active in Florida. Arizona is another state that you'd think uh, Trump is, is, needs to win. His polling has been considerably worse there in 2020 than it was in 2016 for whatever reason. This is a state that Hillary Clinton chased after in 2016 and never really came that close uh, at, uh, at, at actually pulling off. Arizona, though, has uh, uh, Biden up by five. Pennsylvania, this is a really um, uh, encouraging result if you're a Trump supporter. Pennsylvania's been showing six and seven point leads for Biden. That has uh, narrowed now. A poll uh, in today has it at 44 for Biden, 42 for Trump right there in the margin of error. Uh, Missouri, Trump leads by five. Pennsylvania, um, another Pennsylvania poll has Biden up by five. So some mixed results there. Florida, again, um, has Biden by three, by five. And we already covered the one by one. A couple that I don't believe uh, here. Texas, uh, they have it as a one point race for Trump uh, leading. Hard to believe that, especially with this next poll, which is the second district in Maine. So Maine divides up the way that they hand these things out. Um, there's two districts in America that are basically um, to be decided here. There's a district in Nebraska that the Democrats can win. Obama won it. 
Uh, there's a district in Maine that the Republicans can win. They go kind of against the way the normal state outcome would 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 be. Um, so Trump uh, right now um, is up by two in in that district in Maine. Hard for me to believe there's a world in which he's winning that district uh, and maybe not winning Texas. Very suspicious. Again, it's polling. It gives you an idea of where the race stands. It does not dictate the race to you. Um, a big uh, 538 is, is uh, reporting that a big chunk of white Americans um, with uh, degrees and people of color are behind Trump. Uh, give you the money uh, segment here. Um, white Americans without degrees aren't as likely to vote for Trump as they were in 2016, according to polls, which partly descri- uh, explains why Biden leads in national polls and some swing states like Pennsylvania. But a big reason Trump could still win the Electoral College, despite the poor marks Americans give him for his handling of COVID-19, is that the black, Hispanic and college educated white voters who backed him in 2016 are largely still with him, uh, particularly in swing states. That's a big deal. And this is the thing you need to remember. Um, Trump has... They call it an advantage uh, in the Electoral College uh, as opposed to the popular vote. What it actually is is just an advantage because we don't elect people because of with the popular vote. We elect them through the Electoral College. So he is he has he doesn't need to win the popular vote to win the election. Obviously, we know that happened in 2016. There's an electoral sort of advantage for Trump that's kind of built in, um, especially with his strength. It's not necessarily this way for the normal average Republican, but the sort of um, grouping that Trump brings to the table performs particularly well with the Electoral College. And that's because that Midwest region has some big electoral vote states. He's still leading in places like Iowa and, and, and Ohio and, and most of the polls. So this is, this is a good outcome for, uh, for Donald Trump. He doesn't, if you look at the national polls as a guideline, now it doesn't matter what the national polls say at the end of the day, but as a guideline as to where the race stands. If you say right now, at its worst, Biden was up by 10, probably up by about seven now, Really, Trump just needs to narrow that a few points. If he can be within, let's say, four points on Election Day, he's got a good chance of winning the election. If he's down by seven or eight, you'd need a pretty big polling error uh, for, for that to come true. So we'll go through that as we get closer and kind of bring you through it. And one more thing I want to hit before we go to break. One of the big controversies was this whole thing about Trump supposedly saying something bad about the military, which I don't think really connects with the American people. I don't think anyone believes that Donald Trump is just bashing military members for no reason. But John Bolton, uh, who's I'm the one person in America who apparently read this book. Um, uh, he the book is not positive on Trump by any means. He's not a Trump lover. He's said he will not vote for him. He's going to write in somebody else. Um, but that being said, he says that this comment, even John Bolton is saying this comment is BS, didn't happen. Uh, you know, there's some speculation that maybe it was Mattis was one of the sources of this. Uh, now, Bolton and Mattis did not have a good relationship, um, but Bolton is there saying, hey, this didn't happen. This is made up. Uh, and he, now there's, I think, something like 10 or 12 people on the record saying this didn't actually happen. I don't think it's connecting with the American people anyway, but just to give you that update, if John Bolton's saying that didn't happen, he's, he's, got, he's not shy about taking shots at the president. I'm sure he would have said so. Back in a second. I hate to break this to you. You need help. 
I mean, I'm not saying, you know, you're Joe Biden needing help levels. I'm just saying, like, when you're buying or selling a home, you need help. It's hard, especially in these times. I mean, who knows what even the rules are? Are people even allowed to come over and look at your house? I don't even know if that's possible anymore. There's a lot of virtual tours going on. People buying houses sight unseen. You need a real estate agent that knows what the, 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 the way of the world right now. They know the way of the world in the middle of all this stuff going on. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go to find one. Uh, it's Glenn's company, as you know. Uh, he has been working with this company for a long time. He's picked great people to go through and actually screen through real estate agents. So at the end of the day, you can find someone that you actually believe in, that you actually trust, that you know is doing the best job for you, no matter the situation, no matter the times. Uh, realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go. If you're moving across the country because maybe you're changing jobs, I know a lot of people are doing that right now. If you're doing that, don't just pick an agent off a bench. Pick someone at realestateagentsitrust.com. They've got the starting team there. Don't pick the bench. Go with the starting team. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Have you ever seen some of the just dumb, boneheaded things these Antifa types do at their protests and thought to yourself, how many of them would it take to change a light bulb? Well, the science is not settled on that, but we did recently get some data on a similar situation. How many rioters does it take to put out a small fire? Hmm. And it looks like there was a little mishap here with a mostly peaceful Molotov cocktail toss. Uh, now he's returning back to, he's got, I love the fiery footprints. That's pretty cool. He's going to consult with his comrades on what to do. This is a very peaceful, uh, he's just still on fire. They're trying to put him out with a, with a shield. Uh, he eventually stops, drops, and rolls, takes off his burning shoes. Someone finally shows up with, you know, a fire extinguisher, and now it's over. Uh, there you have it. Uh, so I don't know, how many does it take to put out a small fire? Way too many. You can go back and count if you want, but I'm, um, I'm not going to. Suffice to say, it's more than one, and therefore, too many. Because there shouldn't be really any people in these groups anymore. It's amazing that there are any. Although, when you have a world like this, it's, it's, it's treating Colin Kaepernick like he's a god. I mean, look, Colin Kaepernick, they, they came out with a statement, uh, Madden football is putting him back in the game, uh, and saying you can play with Colin Kaepernick. They've given him an, a rating of, I think, 80, 81, was it? Now, that's like the same rating as like he had at the end. They didn't deduct him any points for not playing since 2016. By the way, as you know, go back and watch Studo's Colin Kaepernick and watch exactly how good of a quarterback he was. I broke the whole thing down for you. Uh, share it everywhere. Show everyone how dumb this is. Um, but there is a small part of me, I got to admit. I got to admit. As a guy who loves watching those like real life TV shows about scam artists, there's a part of me that admires what he's doing here. This guy is absolutely raping the society for money right now. They're just shoveling money at him, and he's not doing anything. Listen, listen to the end of this thing. This is because um, they give him this glorious thing about how he should be in the league, and they've given him a fist-up salute and all this bull crap. And at the end of the day, it says EA Sports also acknowledges a past issue with Kaepernick involving a song on the Madden 19 soundtrack where Cap's name was edited out. The QB's people worked with EA Sports, and now both sides say it's been resolved and it's all water under the bridge. Translation, they gave him more money. They edited his name out of a song two years ago, and now they're shoveling more money at him uh, just to make him shut up and go away. There has never been a more profitable do-nothing in U.S. history than Colin Kaepernick, and there's a slight part of me, slight part of me, that sort of admires him for it. I mean, he's pulled off the ultimate scam here. He's the most unproductive member of our society, yet he's still raking in millions. Back in a second.
Your reviews on iTunes are brought to you by AndrewCuomoIsAwful.com. This one comes from Sparrow13. Appropriate number of stars. And then a very important, uh, the order is important here. One, learn to protest. Three, put seed in hole. Four, up comes corn. Uh, maybe I missed some of the details about dirt and water. We'll get into that later. Five freaking stars. Thank you very much. Uh, this is what a strict diet of vegetables gets you. Meh. Five stars. I don't care. It's five freaking stars. Thank you very much. Uh, not Stu's mom, but I'm so proud. Stu's assessment of current events delivered with his fantastic, sarcastic twist makes me proud to share this stupid show with all my liberal friends, um, acquaintances, maybe enemies, whatever. Five freaking stars. Thank you so much. We appreciate all your reviews on iTunes, and we will see you tomorrow.